Yo fam, coming to you live from my sauna. Your boy's got a personal sauna that I sit in and zip up. It's far. Me and the wife do a couple of saunas a week and it's one of our favorite things to do. Yesterday I did a sauna and then went and rolled around in the snow in my underwear. Doesn't that sound fire? Yeah. I just did some breath work in here and some meditation, and I know I've said it so many times, but why do I always come back to, I am enough? I am enough. I am enough. And I guess as I'm saying that, it's often because I sit around most days, I have a loop going through my head that ranges anywhere from... I need, I need to do this. I need to do that. Oh, I'm not good at that. Oh, I'm a piece of crap. Oh, I'm not a good dad. Oh, I'm not this. Oh man, if I could do this, I'd be killing it. Oh, I'm really great at this. Why am I holding off on this? It's this constant loop of all the things I need, excuse me, all the things I think I need to do to feel enough, to feel worthy, to feel like I'm justifying my existence on earth and yet when I take the time when I really take the time the message I hear from my intuition from deep down call it God intuition self whatever it's always you're enough you don't have to do anything to be saved you know that's something that I'm wiggling down this uh this path around religion and Christianity. I don't consider myself a Christian, but um, I enjoy been enjoying going to this church and their messaging is good and broad. It's called Nuvo Church here in Columbus and they put stuff out on Facebook if you're curious, uh, Nuvo, N-U-V-O Church. But it was interesting. This is our first little um, uh, time that we've really, my wife has bumped up against one of those more difficult questions, which is, um, what does, we asked our pastor, and what does the church think about sex before marriage and same-sex couples? And boy, is that a tough topic because it's so interesting when you're studying a book that's so old and it's got so many traditions. And at the roots, I think the messaging and the, the, the overall lessons are so valuable, but then you come butting up to topics like same-sex marriage or um, divorce or uh, sex before marriage and all of a sudden it gets real complicated because I think when push comes to serve when push comes to, to, comes to serve most many religious people have to default to what the book says which is it's not good it's a sin right um, I listened to Rob Bell's book God and Sex and it actually he actually for the first time really because I was seeking it, but he painted the, the saving yourself for marriage in such a, an understandable picture. Now, under, this is one thing that kind of, you know, I think is, is, is relevant, but, um, you know, he talks about purity, talks about, um, you know, both parties, both male and females wanting to, you know, almost giving up a piece of themselves to have sex before marriage. In other words, this idea that like 
if a man is going to sleep with a woman, they should be willing to commit to them so much so as to be willing to die for them. These are his words. They should be willing to die for them. And so if I was asked, hey, if you're going to have sex with this person, are you willing to die for them? The answer would always be hells to the gnaw, right? But I think that's a good, you know, that's a good measure on one end. On the other end, it's this idea that many women have this desire to be wanted and held and needed and loved. And and in our modern day, if they can give up a piece of them, even just for a bit, bit, just to feel wanted and loved and desired, you know, some, some, many people are willing to do that. Now, I never dug that deep, right? You know, here you are, you have a, a, a female that wants to, you know, want something, wants to be desired and loved and held and all these, you know, you name it. I'm just putting words in there, but, and you got a guy that goes, Hey, you know, I'm, I want this thing, right? I want to get physical. I want to have sex. You know, I don't need all that stuff. But if it's an exchange and we both agree upon it, then it's no big deal. But I think what Rob Bell and, you know, many people that kind of talk about the ideals of purity or, or waiting or, um, you know, whatever is to be at a place where you don't need to be with the woman to get. Um, you know, to prove your masculinity and you don't need to be with the man to to be loved or to be seen just for a bit of time. You know, you, you it would be ideally you'd be able to get yourself worth from yourself and God and not have to, you know, not have to sacrifice your either your body, your morals or even just to play this game. Right. That's deeper than I've ever really, really thought about it. Um, you know, one thing is people used to get married 12, 13, 14 years old. They weren't waiting until their 40s, 30s, late 20s to get married. And things weren't so, you know, relaxed around sex before marriage. And then, you know, with the, the opportunity for for um, LGBTQ people to be more out and etc. Like it just layers on a huge, uncomfortable topic. But I guess going back to what I was saying is how... That's always been this dilemma that I bumped up against going to organize religious services is I love the the lessons. I love the feeling. I love being around people that love God and that are happy and, and helpful and of service and all this kind of stuff. And then when you really dig, you end up bumping up against these, these um, quote unquote rules about things that are just so uncomfortable to talk about. It's like, you know, one of the first conversations I had with a the pastor there. This was before we even started going there. Is, is he's like, how do I get up in front of a, a congregation and talk about divorce when I know that you know at least half the room has been divorced, you know? And uh, talked to another friend, and he said he's from a lot stricter you know church background, and he was like, you know, I really like the pastors that go, you know, hey, let's just you know let's just put it all out there. Let's talk about you know let's just. I can't remember the phrasing, but let's talk about the rough stuff now. You know, we're going to talk about divorce and have you been divorced? And, you know, some of you might be real easy to go, oh, I've never been divorced and I feel vet better than. But, you know, the question I would ask is, well, what else are you doing? You know, what else are you doing that, um, you know, that we might be looking at tomorrow? You know, so if we're putting it all out on the table like that and, and talking about these things, sometimes it's very easy to shame ourselves or to feel shamed or to feel judged and, I think that if you're going to get, well, let me rephrase, if I'm going to get something out of these messages and lessons and learn about some of these religious texts and, and figures that I've got to be able to separate and I've got to be able to 
not judge myself, not judge you to be able to hear the message and not feel like, oh, are you telling me you're better than me? That's a, that's one of my go-tos. Oh, you're telling me you're better than me? You know, screw you. But it's just interesting. It's an interesting topic. It's an interesting thing to navigate. And I don't know why this, you know, I, I was, it's the first time I've gone to church. First time my wife's really gone to church on, on purpose, right? I've, I've been to church a bunch of times, but I never willingly went. My wife has never done church at all. But I don't know why I think this would be any different, you know, that at some point there's going to be hard questions to ask and it's real easy to be like, well, screw them. If they think that I'm not going to hang out with them, you know, in one, in, in one area. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting topic. Um, anyway, what do you think? Why do you think it is that every time I do pr- true prayer meditation breath work, I come out to I am enough? And what do you think about the other topic I brought up? Let your boy know. Holler.